Hello and welcome to the Meg Method podcast. My name is Meg Walker and I help people find a better connection to themselves through fitness, mindfulness and breath work. I've helped coach thousands of people over the years and the aim of this podcast is to help you to improve your mindset, empower you with actionable advice so you can take ownership over your health and to educate you on the many different aspects of health from fitness to behavioral change. If you want to work with me, you can learn more about my coaching at themegmethod.com. Thank you for listening and welcome to the podcast. You are just who we were missing. Hello and welcome to this short meditation on revenge, bedtime, procrastination. Let's start by getting in a position that is comfortable to you. Close your eyes and take a few deep cleansing breaths. Inhale through your nose and exhale slowly through your nose. As you exhale, feel the tension in your body release and let go of any distracting thoughts or feelings. Keep your attention on your breath and focus on the sensation of the air flowing in and out of your nostrils. With each inhale, imagine a cool, refreshing breeze entering your body. And with each exhale, Imagine all of your worries and stress leaving your body. If your mind wanders, that's okay. Bring it back to your breath. Today I want to talk about revenge bedtime procrastination, which is a phenomenon where people intentionally stay up late to reclaim some control over their free time. It's when you sacrifice sleep to pursue leisure activities like watching TV, scrolling through social media or playing video games. This behavior is a form of self-sabotage and is often driven by the feeling that you don't have enough time to yourself during the day. It's a common behavior among people who lead busy lives, especially those who feel overworked or overwhelmed. And in today's fast-paced world, it's easy to fall into this trap of prioritizing our leisure time over our sleep. But this can have some serious consequences for our physical and mental health. So let's take a moment to pause and reflect on why it's important to improve on this behavior. Take a few moments now to observe What comes to your mind when you think of the impact that poor sleep is currently having on you? There is no right or wrong answer. Just be aware of what first comes to mind. Don't judge your answers or push them away. Just be aware. Now, take a moment to notice how you feel when you think about the impact that this is having on you. 
maybe you didn't sleep well last night or you've had poor sleep all week, maybe all month. Maybe this is something you frequently struggle with. How do you feel right now? Sleep deprivation can lead to a variety of health problems, including a weakened immune system, poor concentration, memory problems, and even depression. It can also affect our relationships, our work performance, our gym performance, and our overall quality of life. So please take a few moments to consider how do you want to feel? You know how you don't want to feel, but how do you hope to feel instead? What do you hope a better relationship with sleep will bring you? What improvements can you see this having on your life? If your mind has wandered at all, that's okay. Just bring it back to the breath. The breath helps you return and be in the present moment. And when you have your own attention again, consider that question, how do you want to feel? So what are things we can do to improve on revenge bedtime procrastination? Firstly, it's important to acknowledge that this behavior is often driven by feelings of stress and overwhelm. So it's important to take steps to manage these feelings. You're taking a step right now with this meditation. These steps could include practicing mindfulness, journaling or talking to a friend or therapist. Another helpful strategy is to set boundaries around our leisure time. We can create a schedule that includes designated time for relaxation and self-care. And then we want to stick to it. This way we can enjoy our leisure time without sacrificing our sleep. And self-care is often not about taking a bath or eating all of the chocolate or doing what you want when you want. Self-care often looks a lot like parenting yourself. It's keeping the little promises you made to yourself, which is important because that's how you build trust. You wouldn't let a child do whatever it likes and go to bed at all different times. No, you would ensure that they get proper sleep because you know it is important to their health and that they will feel better for it. You have to create that same love, trust and care for yourself. You do have to parent yourself sometimes. Keep small promises to yourself. That can look like holding yourself to a realistic sleep time and wake time that you could do consistently. Think about that for a few moments. Take a slow, deep breath in and a slow, deep breath out. 
ask yourself, what is a small promise that I can keep for myself this week? What is something that is realistic and true to me? Inhale that desire and exhale with intention. Healthy sleep habits are an important part of health. This means establishing a consistent sleep schedule, creating a sleep positive environment and avoiding stimulating activities before bedtime like using electronic devices. And I appreciate this can be difficult at first. I've been there myself. And if I don't parent myself and keep those small promises to myself, then it's very easy to get back into a bad sleep routine again. So my suggestion would be to try and choose one thing to start working on and take it one night at a time. Once you nail that, once you're consistent with that thing, then you can bring in another small sleep habit to work on. Let's take a moment to bring our attention back to our breath. As you inhale, imagine that you are inhaling a sense of calm and peace. And as you exhale, imagine that you are exhaling any stress or tension you may be feeling. Taking a few minutes to meditate and wind down before bed can be really helpful. I've personally never been great at journaling. I'm a lot better now and I've been seeing lots of benefits, but the way I got into that was doing what I call a brain dump. So every night before I go to bed, when my head is whizzing with thoughts from the day and ideas for the next, I set a five minute timer on my phone and I do what I call a brain dump. I spend five minutes with a notebook, just writing down every little thing that comes into my head. It doesn't have to make sense or have any rhyme or reasoning to it. It's just getting any thoughts or ideas out of your head so you can acknowledge whilst also physically putting them to one side so you can come back to them in the morning or later in the week. So give it a go. See if a brain dump helps. I do this with a lot of my clients. I do it for myself and it's been really beneficial. If your mind has wandered, that's okay. That's very human of you. I've asked for your attention for a while now. So just keep that attention for a moment longer. Bring your attention back to your breath. Take a slow, gentle, deep breath down into your lungs. Breathe in and then allow yourself to relax and take a slow, quiet breath out trying to make your exhale slightly longer than your inhale. And once your focus is back, let's finish by talking about the importance of practicing self-compassion. It's easy to beat ourselves up when we fall into the trap of revenge bedtime procrastination, but this will only make the problem worse. Instead, we can practice self-compassion by acknowledging that we are doing our best and that it's okay to make mistakes. We can also remind ourselves that taking care of our physical and mental health 
is a form of self-love. Parent yourself. Parent your inner child. We're all, I like to say to my clients, we're all just big babies. You have to parent yourself. Tell yourself it's okay. I'm trying my best. I am loved. And think about what is the next loving action that you can do for yourself. What is one small action I can do that will help me improve my sleep today? Because the past is already gone and I'm not going to jump ahead to the future. I have no control of the future. What I can control is the now. So what is a loving action I can do now that will help me improve my relationship with sleep? And as we come to the end of this meditation, let's take a few more deep breaths. Inhale deeply through your nose and exhale slowly through your mouth. Allow yourself to feel a sense of calm and relaxation. And when you're ready, slowly open your eyes and return to your day carrying this sense of calm with you. Thank you for joining me in this meditation. I hope it is helpful to you. Have a great day. Be kind. Try your best. Breathe deep. I hope you sleep deep throughout the week as well. Big love and speak soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg Method podcast. If you want to learn more about my coaching and access some free coaching resources, please visit my website, themegmethod.com or send me a message at themegmethod on Instagram. I would love to learn to know you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I would be so grateful if you could please share the love forward. You can show your support in three simple ways. You could please subscribe by clicking the follow button on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube. You could send details of my coaching to a loved one or you could share this episode with others by tagging me in your social media stories at The Meg Method. Just see the show notes for more details. And if you're feeling extra kind, it would make my day if you could please leave a review. Thank you to my legendary podcast team, Brooklyn Fraser and Alicia Navarro. Your hard work and expertise is always appreciated. Thank you again for listening. Have an excellent day. Try your best. Be kind. Big love.